0: Here we go. Three, two, one. All right, here we are. We're here with uh, first ever episode of the Upper Left Pod. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew Johnson. I got with me today, a good friend, coaching colleague and all around great
1: guy, Hayden Tilton. How are we doing? You flatter me. I'm doing well, man. It's really good to be here in the studio. It's, it's cool, man. It's cool to see you guys doing this, you know, putting it together.
0: Yeah. It's been something I've been talking about now for about, I don't know, three, four years talking about actually getting something done and now they're actually doing it. Dude, this chair is way too low, but I can't fix it. Um, It's been good. Like, I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, Something I've wanted to do, and now we're getting a chance to do it here. Thank you to K Log and uh, the radio station here, and Kelso Longview giving me a chance to do it. Um, It's just something I've wanted to do, and now we get a chance to do it. So it's awesome. This, if you get, you guys can't see it because obviously this is a podcast, but they got a good little podcast you in here. Super cool. Super cool. Um, Yeah, I really enjoy it. It's really good. you also got to thank out to our sponsor today, Cal's PUD. Um, so you know that we're gonna get them a little shout out here in a second. But yeah, man, I'm excited.
1: It's it's cool. You know, the one time I did sort of a podcast, and and it was a little better, or excuse me, being in here is a little better because we literally had like the half cut egg carton. Oh yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Like as the soundproof, and it was in just this dingy little basement. The mics were like these crummy. ones off Amazon so I would say this is quite the upgrade from what I'm used to
0: it is the upgrade it is an upgrade um so yeah so uh real quickly guys we're gonna give a shout out to Cal's Beauty. then we'll get going so here we go
2: You'll be able to view detailed usage information make a payment enroll in programs set account notifications and much more you'll also receive important news and information about calitz pud and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service you'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your calitz pud account smart management smart life smart hub all
0: right once again thank you to calitz PUD for sponsoring this episode of the upper left pod episode one Hayden, Andrew, you know what happened this last couple weeks?
1: Sort of, because I mean, it was only a 12 hour delay. The Olympics. Yeah. Olympics sucked. You know, it's, it's a tragedy because I remember when I broke my shoulder in eighth grade in 2008, um, I was sitting on the couch during the Beijing Olympics. So I got to experience like Usain Bolt in the, Magic the 2008 redeem team and I was I mean I was watching it for two and a half three weeks And it was magical and every olympics has been so fun but this one was I I Couldn't tell you three or four things that happened to be honest Yeah, it was
0: It was not good Um, to me like I was talking about it earlier. I remember when I was young and watching the ninety six Olympics in Atlanta and watching Michael Johnson, you know, win the two hundred meter and the four hundred mm-hmm. meter with the gold shoes. I remember that. And then like you said, watching the redeem team, mm-hmm. even watching the team in the two thousand Olympics getting their butts kicked by I think they lost to Puerto Rico. I could be wrong mistaken on that one. And then, you know, getting to watch like the Michael Phelps and the greatest, what mm-hmm. they consider the greatest race of all time when they won the, the comeback relay, versus yeah, the other yeah. relay versus France. I can't think of any moments this year. I mean, you have the Simone Biles thing, which was a big thing, but you mm-hmm. know, good for her getting healthy and mm-hmm. what you need to do. But then I mean, we kind of had the little bit of like, are the men gonna win the gold and the basketball, which they did. Yeah. Um, and then you had, you know, Track, we obviously dominated oh. records are broken across the board. I did see that, but I don't remember. I did you know that I think I read this, I think maybe I read this right. We won our first ever gold in indoor volleyball, and I didn't I, know we did that.
1: I, I didn't know we hadn't done it previously, but I did see that, and I was surprised because I mean, there's some sports that I, I'm, I'm sure you would consider as well like American sports, and that's what I would consider an American sport. And I'm surprised that we haven't
0: won. Well, talking with my dad, who was a volleyball coach for yeah. many, many years, he said European countries usually dominate because that's like kind of a thing that they do. Really? Um, yeah, because it's cold. And so they can't really go outside and play their sport. So they're inside playing volleyball and doing gymnastics, which I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Who do we beat in the final? I have no idea. Like
0: right there, I don't know. <laughs> and the other thing, too, that made it – the other thing that, that I did not like about it is Peacock. The Peacock yeah. app 100% yeah. ruined the Olympics – because if you wanted to watch the men's basketball team up until the gold medal game, which was on Friday at like 730, mm-hmm. you had to watch it on Peacock. Yeah, I, I did not enjoy having to do that. Like, I don't know how many times I would turn the TV on, see the Olympics and just scroll right past it.
1: It was weird. And, you know, the one thing that I think this is also part of it is like there was so much murkiness going into these Olympics. Like I remember days before the Olympic committee was like, hey, we could cancel this. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they were about to cancel this thing out. And then, you know, there was controversy with, you know, Simone Biles. There was a lot of people on both sides. Of that. And so it was just like this Olympics that just no fans. The energy was weird. The time difference. There was just a lot going into it where I was like, I don't really have a vested interest in watching this, you know. So I don't know. I guess we're waiting for 2024 in Paris. I, yeah, which, by the way
0: let's go paris awesome like it i mean there were some cool things like our first ever there were some first ever like the wrestler we'd never won i did
1: watch that okay you did i did not
0: i did not you saw the replay We didn't watch it live okay um what else i'm looking at here so we had a bunch of records be broken um our men's four by one didn't didn't make finals my
1: dad who was a track coach and you're a track coach yeah my dad was, he watched that live. The only thing my dad cares about is watching track during the Olympics. He was sick about that because they sent out like the quote unquote B team in the semis and they took like six. Like my dad said, it was embarrassing. Michael Lewis came out and was just ripping these guys.
0: Oh yeah. It was terrible. I mean, I have right here, I have on ESPN.com. I have their biggest feel good moments. Of the Tokyo Tokyo Olympics Biles is as a team player. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't feel well, you know, whatever your stance is on that um but she stick around she just didn't leave she stuck around with and did come back and compete i heard an
1: interesting i don't know if you've heard this about simone biles so and this could be so far-fetched i have no idea but from what i heard is that you know she takes adhd medication i did hear this and in japan they don't allow that and so when she went over there they said you can't take it so she correct offer medic i didn't know that until Two days ago,
0: that could have something to do. I did hear that. Yes, I did hear that. Um, so that
1: kind of makes a little more sense.
0: That one, Uh and then what else did we have in here? By the way, shout out to a Prairie grad, local local grad on the all-around team. I can't think of her name her right name. now. Gold yeah, Falcons. we had a Prairie girl that made the Olympic team all-around. Um That was awesome. Seeing a local. By the way, two local shout-outs. I can't think of their names, which makes me a very very bad podcast person. I should have their names. Who
1: also, had in the Olympics.
0: So we had two we had a girl from Skyview and a girl from Prairie both make the Olympic team. Wow. The girl threw the javelin. She carried the Olympic the flag out for the closing ceremonies. Really? 100%? I didn't know that. And then we made a Prairie girl in the all around for gymnastics. Yeah, pretty cool. Um you know what was pretty cool is the Tokyo er, um, the Japan girl that won the skateboarding at like 13 or 14 I did years see old. That, yeah. That was pretty cool. But once again, I never saw any of these. It oh, was like
1: 10 seconds of skateboarding, yeah, like I, but I didn't really. Yeah.
0: And then the high jumpers that share the gold. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people didn't know. A lot of people don't know in high jump. Like they don't know like how that works. Like, mm-hmm. cause there was a guy that won the gold in the triple jump because they go back to their next furthest jump. Mm-hmm. When it comes to high jump, you go off misses. Mm-hmm. And if you're the exact same height with the exact same misses, you do what's called a jump off and you go to the last, the last jump. That you guys both made, and you try to do that. Do that. They're, they're buddies. It's a guy from Qatar and a guy from I believe. And so they said uh, ah,
1: forget that we. we yeah, it's from well.
0: Qatar and I believe it's from France. I'm probably not even close to that, but that's a guess. They're buddies. Yeah. Oh, Italy, Qatar, and Italy. The two guys. I'm not even trying to say their names. Not even gonna try. <laughs> they're buddies, and so they said we'll let's just share it, which that was pretty cool. That's what it's about. Um, how about the chick from Alaska? Did you see this high school girl from Alaska? In what? Swimming.
1: Oh, I, yep, I did see that. The
0: it. high school going nuts. That was pretty I, cool. I did see that. Um, but once again, I never saw any of these live. I saw all of mine on Twitter, yeah. and I saw highlights, yeah. which is what you don't want doing. You want to see them actually compete. So those are some of the big things that, I mean, that I would say were the biggest highlights. But once again.
1: <laughs> a forgettable Olympics. And that's, and that's bad because imagine – like being on the Tokyo Olympic committee, you put in, I mean, years of work, years of work. And then the, you know, COVID happens and the whole thing just kind of is ruined. I wouldn't say ruined, but it's, it's not what it what it should be. I wouldn't want to be one of those guys.
0: No. And like, that's the big thing. So it costs, uh, it costs Tokyo or talk, to, to, I can't talk, cost Japan $15 billion to put on the Olympics. And that's just crazy. The official price tag for the T- Tokyo Olympics in $15.4 billion, which is a which from Oxford University, which I'm going to assume Oxford knows what they're doing when it comes to that $15 billion to put on the Olympics.
1: I don't even have a concept of $15 billion. Yeah, I don't neither, even know what that looks like.
0: Yeah, neither do I. That's a lot of money that I would not have. That's That to me... Is insane. Like that's the one thing about the Olympics that sucks is like they the countries put all this money into this stuff and then the, it's then they use it. Deficit. Yeah, and then only that the stuff they put on the venues just go to just go to crap.
1: There, so Rio. Yes. The yeah. The they had the World Cup and the Olympics within like a two years. They yes, they did. Twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen uh, for the Olympics, and one of the stadiums, I think in Natal or somewhere in the jungle. It literally is – there was a picture of it last year, and it's –
0: Covered in crap. It's a – yeah, it's literally part of the jungle jungle now. Which is bizarre. Yeah, that's – it's just crazy to me. Yeah, so they said – this is what I'm getting at. This is from usnews.com. It costs Tokyo $15 billion. Um, You could also buy – with that $15 billion, you could also put in 1,200 new schools for Japan. Um, You could also um, make 38 jumbo jets – $15 um, you $15 billion c- could only get you
1: 38 jumbo jets. How that's much what, is that?
0: It? it says, it says, a quick search finds that Boeing 747s are priced at roughly $400 million. 38 jumbo jets for the cost of the Tokyo Olympics. That's even crazier stats to a me. A
1: jumbo jet is half a bill.
0: Close shot. We're in the wrong business. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. So, okay, going off the Olympics, the men's basketball team. Yeah. After their I terrible watch, performance. I, I did
1: watch the semis and the I watched Rye. the
0: final. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I watched the final. But then having kids, I kind of got distracted. And it, was it, it was late. It was on at 730. Though. Yeah. And I had gone golfing earlier. So I was kind of tired, but I did watch it. And what I found was this. When the United States ran and not played half-court defense or mm-hmm. played half-court offense, mm-hmm. they smoked France. I am going to say something pretty controversial right here. I enjoy international basketball more than I enjoy NBA basketball.
1: I, I, I like it because the thing that really opened my eyes was someone was shooting a – France was shooting a free throw, and Draymond Green is sitting on the rim, and Draymond Green swatted it off the rim. I didn't know in international basketball, you can literally play it off the rim. Yeah, you can grab it off the rim. I was like, man, this is like slam ball.
0: Yeah, the other thing I noticed too is France when they had um, – the big guy. I'm trying to think of his name. Gobert. Uh, Gobert. He was dominant when he wanted to be.
1: Yeah, he's a good player. <clears> and very, they play they play so much harder for their international team. Like yeah. Evan that's,
0: Fournier and Well, you saw that you saw that quote by Lillard. Yeah. He said he goes, It's different to see these guys when they, they care more about their country than they do about their mm-hmm. NBA team, which is true. Like you can see it 'cause like you saw Luca just get so upset yeah. when his team lost. Like, yeah. I've never seen him get that upset when he loses an NBA yeah. game, but for sure he was Furious
1: when they lost that game, which by the way, that kid is. I I mean, if I was if I was a betting man, yes, I would say I would go all chips to the center table for him being MVP within the next two years. I would agree if he has a
0: good team around him. He has to get some more pieces around him. I don't think they're gonna do it with with Porzingis and Zinger with uh Tim Hardaway Jr. They gotta get some more pieces in there. They gotta get they gotta find one more Seth Curry. Hey, I stand by my statement. Um yeah, they gotta get some more guys around him. But sorry, transitioning into the Damian Lillard stuff. Dude,
1: um Damian Lillard is gone. Is gone. He's gone. Neil O'Shea. I mean, talk about someone that needs to be gone. Neil O'Shea. Yeah, hang on. Let's do let's do one more plug
0: to uh Cal's pud and we'll come back and we will discuss the uh Neil O'Shea and the terribleness he is as a GM. Sound good? Shout out Cal's Beauty. That's right. Take control of your
2: Make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart Management. Smart Life. Smart Hub.
0: All I right, like, and we're back now. I like
1: that use of alliteration there. Yeah, that was really good. Really good ad.
0: Thank yeah. you, Calts PD. Um, so yeah, uh, we're now talking about the terribleness that is Neil O'Shea, and the fact that we are going to lose the greatest blazer of all time. I don't care who you are. You can say Clyde Drexler. Mm-mm. You could say Clyde Drexler. I was gonna, I was going to say uh, a late Scotty Pippen. Uh, Shout out Bonzi Wells. Bonzi Wells, the Kobe stopper. Uh, no wait, who was Shit. it? No, that was Reuben Patterson. Um dude, he's gone. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but it's definitely going to be in the next two or th- I think if it's not this season, it's definitely next season and if we're not doing and I keep saying we I have no no desire. I'm not part of the team when the Blazers are not doing well because they signed
1: Cody Zeller, shout out. Ben McLemore, shout out. And Tony Snell, one more shout out. The 0000, zero, zero, zero man. You see <laughs> yeah. what's that?
0: I did. Uh, but by the way, speaking of, we'll get to we'll get to more, Dan, but I just want to say something about Tony Snell. Did you know he shot 50% from three, almost fit, or over 50% from
1: the field, and then shot 100% from the free throw line? I, I did see that. He did shoot like eight free throws or something infinitesimally small. Let's find out. Let's, I mean, he, well, Tony Snell. Yeah, so basketballreference.com.
0: We're going to get this out here. So Tony Snell... Last There's year, no way he
1: shot like 100 free throws.
0: It says he There's no way. I wish I could go exactly. It only says 100%. But here's his stat line. He shot 51% from the field. He shot 57% from 3 and 100% from free throw, but this does say that he only took 0.2 free throws. So that's less than one free throw a game.
1: How many games he played?
0: Uh, he played in 47 started Dang. started 23. Okay, he, so he, he probably shot 20. It says he shot .2 games. So what is that? If you do that math, he shot .2. He didn't even shoot
1: one. He shot a quarter of a free throw a game. Uh, listen, I'm no math major, but. That's not a lot of free throws. Noise. He did average 21 minutes per game. He He shot like nine or 10 free throws.
0: Well, 9.4. Yeah, he made 9.4 free throws at a 9.4. Hondo. He averaged 5.3 points. Okay, well, they got him, they got Cody Zeller, and they got Ben McLemore not guys that I'm really going to be like, okay, crazy. I do like Cody Zeller. I though. like Cody. I like Cody Zeller over uh, Cantor. I think, he, I think he brings more to the table. I think he, what you're doing is you're trading offense for defense, which is what they needed to do because they couldn't play Cantor in games mm-hmm. because he can't play defense. Cody Zeller can play defense. Now, if he's going to be hurt or not, that's going to be the question, but he could play defense. He, was, he averaged almost nine points a game, and nine, he was almost nine, a nine and five guy. He'll be for a good second unit guy. He will be. Um, and they still have their entire group coming back. They still have everybody else. I so their whole starting five, which Neil O'Shea saying that it's, it was not a roster. It was a coaching thing. I just don't, I don't buy that. I, don't, I, I just don't think he understands what it's going to take to, I don't think he gets it. I, I just don't. I think
1: he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and he wants you to know it. He does have that. He has an ego problem. And and I read a report that, that said he has this like affinity of falling in love with guys. Like, oh, he will... Yes. I mean, the Allen Crabb deal, 4 years, $78 million. The Why? Myers Leonard, Why? four-year, 70 something million. Drafting Zach Collins. Zach Collins. and But, you know what? I'll give Zach Collins credit. During the Western Conference Finals run, I mean, he was hitting clutch threes. We were looking at him, and he was 21 at the time. We were like, this guy's going to be the dude moving forward. We're going to, like, you know, build around this guy. And, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. I mean, he became... You know, sweatsuit Zach, because he just would roll up in a sweatsuit or yeah. or game day dress, and I guess San Antonio will have to work with him now. Well, I'm just looking at that and like, dude, they could have got Bamba to buy on the same draft. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, don't don't even talk about Blazers and blowing drafts. Pull up the last ten years of Blazers picks. Look up uh, Trail Blazers draft picks, and we'll go through this and be sick. I was looking at this last week, and um, it was it was hard to hard to see. Well there's a couple. One,
0: I don't want, the biggest one to me is obviously you got to go Michael Jordan number 1, right? That's the first one you got to go with.
1: Um Yeah, but we were in a weird position there because at that time I mean, Sam Bowie like in college, they said he was yeah, like dude, he, he didn't play shoot. in college. He, he could, was
0: hurt all the time.
1: I know, but they said from what what they saw, they said that this guy was like the dude and we already we were guard heavy. So for us it didn't make sense. Okay, but you
0: it's Michael Jordan. It's Michael freaking Jordan. Michael freaking Jordan. Okay, so they got CJ Ellerbe, um, from Washington State. Don't go know go what go he's going to be. Go Isaiah Stewart, who I'm guessing I don't – never saw him. Yeah, he got traded.
1: him. yeah, we drafted him for the Pistons. I think. Yes,
0: they did. He got traded to the Pistons via Houston. Nasser Little, which everyone is saying he's going to – He's so they said – this is what they said. He's not playing yep. in Summer League because they're expecting him to make a big push this year and that three-year gap of, of people, of, kid, of mm-hmm. uh, players making their big jump for the Blazers third year – like C.J. McCollum, his third year was a breakout year. Yep. So this is where they're thinking him. Anthony Simons, they should just trade him away. I don't he's think. He's okay. He's just. He's okay. He Caleb he Swanigan hasn't played. He's, Harry he's like Giles, gone. Justin Jackson, gone. Uh Arnold Jefferson, they traded him to him but he's back. Ronald Hollins Jefferson. Oh, uh, Rondé. Isn't he back? Dude,
1: he's got a tattoo. <laughs> he's got a tattoo of himself in his Arizona jersey, like his whole back. Is he back with the Blazers? Yeah, he played with us um, during the playoffs. Yeah, he's he, signed, us, he yeah. signed like a 10-day. That's right, that's right. Another 10-day.
0: Right. Um, and then they got... I was, I'm just going back a couple years. Marco Trodvanovic from Bye. Barcelona. He never played. Uh, never even heard of that guy. Grant Jarrett, he never played. I never heard of him. Jeff Whitey. Jeff Whity baby. Withy. Kansas is on. Yeah, he's not there anymore. CJ McCollum, still have him. Yeah, he's all right. Um... Tyshawn Taylor. Bye. Bye. Will Barton. Bye. Myers Leonard.
1: Bye. I got and Will then, Barton's autograph one time.
0: And then you got Damian Lillard in 2012.
1: But look, at, the that, six look at that draft ahead of Dame and right behind him. And, I mean. Dave that. got
0: the best guy in that draft. That was the
1: 2012 yeah. draft. Yeah. And he didn't even he won rookie of the year. Before that was like Michael Carter Williams or something like that. Yes, you got he, he Anthony Davis,
0: Michael kidd Bradley Beal, Deion Waiters, Thomas Robinson, then Dame, P. Rob, uh, Harrison Barnes, Terrence Ross, Alme Drummond, and then no one else is a no one else is in here. And then you have to go all the way down to Draymond Green, and Chris Middleton are the ones that made the besides that that are anything that people want to know about.
1: I was I was preaching getting Chris Middleton. Where for are you five years? I've been telling my buddy. Trevor, I've been telling him all the time we got to get Chris Milton and then
0: the Blazers just don't know what the hell they're doing. I and I and I, I, I when did Neil shake at the job? Did he get it was his first draft pick? Was his first one? He was around Dame. Yeah, I, I think was around Dame time. They've been terrible in the draft.
1: Yeah, and and when when Paul Allen uh you know, when he passed away and his sister Jody's running it. I've read reports that she's not really like into it as much as Paul was and really into it as much as I think most people wouldn't like, but I mean, that's, yeah. If if it wasn't yours originally and you kind of are like, Hey, you have to do this kind of, you know, I don't know if I'd be really into it either.
0: Yeah. I don't know. This is just to me, he's gone unless they make a big move. They, I, to me, they need to trade away CJ. There yeah. was a, there was a report that came out that they had a chance to get Sokum from the Raptors. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I didn't, they didn't say whether it was in a player player trade but if they get a guy like if they can trade away CJ and get him Sokum, if you guys don't know, it's uh, I, I can't say his first Pascal. name Pascal Pascal Siakam from the Raptors, who was a instrumental beside besides Kawhi Leonard, he was their second best player to help them win that title in, in uh, Toronto, and has been a very good player. Good player. He's like a six foot ten guy that can do almost anything.
1: And he's young too. He's only like twenty four. Yeah, he's
0: yeah he's young. Get him. Trade away CJ because to me, the signing of Norman Powell, whether you look whichever way you want to look at it or not, to me, I think he's a better version of what CJ does because he plays defense. Now they look, they're both like six foot three, six foot four that can shoot. Mm -hmm. CJ may be better offensively, not by much. And you get a lot better defensive player with Norman Powell. I think if you can figure out a way to trade CJ and get some pieces back for him, like a Siakam Mm -hmm. I think that would help Dame want to stay Because what's the one thing They miss They're missing lengthy guys That can play defense And score down
1: low Yeah Yeah I know And uh, as a Blazer fan For many years It's been hard to see I mean Dame scored 55 And was hitting Incredible shots To keep us alive Against Denver And they lost And we lost And it was like One on five Every possession It was like Okay Dame Find a way
0: I mean you have that you have that amazing slow-mo shot yeah, of unbelievable of Austin Rivers saying finally yeah. when he missed a shot yeah. cuz he was sitting everything like they had no business losing to Denver who was missing their top 3 guards mm-hmm. and they were getting torched by
1: these guys couldn't defend could couldn't not defend. do you think a co- I mean it, a coach can be great and has different things, but it's it's really at the end of the day, it's got to be about the players, and if you can't defend,
0: what's what coaching schematics? But I will say this, I'm going to give... I'm going to give Chauncey a shot. I, I think a little bit, I think, I hate saying this, I think a little bit of it was um, coaching Terry. Terry a little bit because... It was time. It was time because at some point, you just need to change the scenery, and I mm-hmm. think he needed to go because... The defense never got better. And they no. even made a point of, like, you need to get better defensively. You need to get better defensively. At some point, it's on you to figure out, like, listen, dude. We zoned a lot last year. They did, and they, they did not. It was,
1: like, percentage-wise, one of the top two or three teams. In and the they weren't good zone. at it. They weren't good at that. I know what they were trying to do.
0: This because, it's hard. Yeah, it in is. An NBA, when guys that can cast from 30. But I think Ben Ma- Ben Mack, okay. So, Cody Ziller will help out a little bit on that. I don't know what Ben Macklemore can do defensively. No. I don't know what my cousin met Ben McLemore one time. I think steakhouse. Tony Snell's a decent, isn't he? Pretty good defender, if I remember correctly.
1: I don't know what's good. I couldn't those three players. Dame is not looking at those three guys going like, "Wow, we are locked and loaded."
0: No, he said that he had a quote where he said, "We didn't get the guys we wanted to get." Like no. he wanted to get Kelly Oubre Jr., who signed with the um, with uh, help me out here with the Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Like he made a pitch to him, and they didn't get it. Like I wish I would have known. That I wish we could figure out the guys they wanted to get that they didn't get. Like I'm trying to think of like. I'll who ask I'm, you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Ask me a question.
1: You're 24 years old. Yeah. You're an upcoming free agent. Yes. Your season ends. Let's say you're you play in New York or Dallas or you're a Clipper. Yeah. Free agency comes. Uh, Neil O'Shea calls you, flies you out to Portland. Do you want to spend your early 20s? You're single. You want to spend your early tw- early mid twenties in Portland? No, no. Uh, well, that's the thing is uh, like no. no
0: one is. They've never had any big signings. The, the signings they get are guys that are younger. If I can go through and think, and of I the, love Portland, but so do I. I honest. think with the the big guys that they've gotten, like I can go back. They've gotten they got Andre Miller in two thousand nine. He was a big pick. Hey, he was good. Don't 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 the the
1: back down king. Yes, the only point guard I've ever seen back a guy
0: down. Brian Grant. I think Rod Strickland were the three biggest names they've got
1: when they were young to bring him back and they signed Scotty Pippen. They well, s- that team was, I mean, we were up 16 in the fourth quarter against the Lakers in the Staples Center.
0: Yeah, I know. So those are the, to me, those are the three biggest signings I can think of that they've mm-hmm. signed in the offseason. Like those are three big name guys. Like people are like, Oh, what Andre, Andre Miller was good for us. Like, but once again, they weren't very good. Um, But, yeah, I I don't think Dame's going to be sticking around. They're saying they're linking
1: him to Philly. They're not going to just trade straight up. Yeah, Ben Simmons was saying, like, I don't want to go to Portland. I don't want to go to Toronto. I want a major city.
0: Yeah, you know where said he wants to go? Ben Simmons wants to go to Golden State. Of course you do. Why would you not want to go to Golden State? Because now they're finally getting everybody back. it's gonna take a lot to get ben simmons and the other thing too is like if i I, neil did say this he's like i'm gonna probably look to trade guys more towards a trade deadline because it's cheaper to get them like right now trying to get ben simmons they want the world like they want like three first round draft picks and they want like two guys to go with them like you're not getting portland doesn't have any first round draft picks to trade
1: yeah we we had to barter to get greg brown who actually will be good the guy, the from, guy Texas. from Texas. He's
0: geeky. He's he he's was got, a five star. He's got he's school. got he's got bunnies, man. He can get up. That's about all he can do, though. He can't shoot or anything else. But he's no. he's an athletic guy who can defend. He is a hundred percent a project. But mm-hmm. once again, Neil loves his projects. He does. Zach Collins'
1: project didn't work. I'm still sad about that because I met Zach Collins. Super nice guy. Oh try. You met him. Did you meet him through REM? Mm hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I met I met Zach. Shout out, ran back and shout missed the job yeah, at, at Arizona. Congrats, man! Shout out to Remo. Um, Remo. Yeah, and super nice guy. Okay, I thought he was a good player for when he was there, but he was he there just, for one year, right? Uh, this, I think, this was his third. Year. We got him at like 19 because he wasn't even really on the draft board. He went to Bishop Gorman, yep, and then went to Gonzaga, and then that push that they made, you know, going to. The championship game is when he just rose like crazy in people's draft boards. He's twenty-three right now. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't much of anything really. And then I think he was a one and dinner. I think a, he was too. Or a sophomore. And go, he no, was, he
0: was there from the 2016 2017 season. That was the year they made the uh run to the final four. Yeah, that's yeah, they and the I think game. he lost got in Carolina. foul trouble early in the in the final game against North Carolina, which is why they lost, if I'm not mistaken. That because yeah, and Shemek was, was missing, was, was, was missing lay-ins. at lay-ins. Um, yeah, so it says he was there for one year, he played 17 minutes a game, uh, he was averaging 10 points a Isn't game. That
1: so weird, like a guy can be in college. And there's some dudes that they drafted this year that yeah. were in college that played 20 minutes a game, scored nine points, seven <laughs> rebounds, and they're a top 10 pick. So, how do you evaluate that? That's
0: so crazy. So, the game, so in 2019, the year they made the run to the semi to the conference finals, he was averaging 17 minutes a game. He was shooting 50% from the field, 33% from three. from the free throw line, three rebounds a game, and then 6.8 points total, but he was averaging 1.4
1: blocks. I mean, as a stretch? Five. As a stretch at 21 years old? I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah,
0: so like, yeah, because he would have been... Who wouldn't be all in on that guy? Because he would have been 20, 21.
1: Yeah, he was 21 when that happened. Who wouldn't be all in on that guy? At the time, I mean, he hit a corner a three against Denver in Game Seven mm-hmm. that either put us up one or put us up two. Or I know we were down when he shot it.
0: Dude, I didn't realize he only played eleven games in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Yeah, he played eleven games and then didn't play at all last year.
1: Yeah, and then he hurt his leg again. Yeah, I don't like know. a month ago, and then uh, Olshay was like, "Yeah, we can't, we can't do this. Sorry." He was done. <laughs> yeah, that's which sucks. It does look.
0: Let me see. Let me go back and look at that draft. Who else was in that draft? Do you know what year that was? That was in the... 2017? Yeah, let's see if I can find that one. That would have been the 20... Dude, I'm getting so many freaking...
1: You're so popular. I'm not that popular. That's my wife is.
0: My wife and my mom are texting, and I'm on a freaking text chain with them. Which is... By the way, do you know he was a McDonald's All-American? I did not know that. Yeah,
1: Bishop Gorman. Shout out to uh, Tate Martell.
0: Tate Martell. Dude, Tate Martell. That guy is the biggest Did you ever watch QB1?
1: i did watch qb1 so I'm not, good
0: dude he's such a douchebag
1: <laughs> are we can we say that
0: uh, dude yeah i'm saying it it's a i don't care dude that guy yeah. i remember the first shot they had him sorry Tate martell tangent no he's he not, was he's on good, the first the first thing you get of him is he's laying on a tattoo bed getting a tattoo yeah. with his sister who by the way was hot
1: um, no, she, yeah, don't worry. She's Dude, she's doing fine. She's an Instagram baddie, I
0: think. Dude, he was getting a tattoo. He had a full sleeve when he was yeah. 17 years old. What kind of parents are you to allow your son? You watch the show. I mean, they were like. They just wanted to be his best friend. They were Which, like by the way, speaking. Names. Okay, so another one. Legit so speaking names. of Tate Martell, true story. Mike Woodward, who's the head coach at Woodland High School for football. Woody. Woody, awesome guy. One, I'm not kidding you. If you meet him. You'll instantly think he's your best friend the mm-hmm. way he talks to you. He mm-hmm. just he's locked in. He coached at a school in Westview in San Diego, which is where Tate Martell was growing up. He, when he was in the eighth grade or seventh grade, I can't remember the year. He told me he was getting calls about this little white kid running around throwing the ball around, saying you need to bring this kid to Westview, bring this kid to Westview. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? Who? He went and watched him. As a seventh grader or an eighth grader and said, Oh my gosh, we have to get this kid to Westview. Cause in San Diego it's a little bit different where they can like kinda choose where he mm-hmm. was living, they kinda choose where they want to go. He's like, We gotta get this kid, gotta get this kid. He met with the dad one time and said, I'm never signing that kid ever. He this this is gonna be nothing but trouble. He was in some school in San Diego for one year, then transferred to Bishop Gorman.
1: Dude, well you you watched I mean you watched the show. It was they didn't play by anyone's rules. No, they didn't. The
0: dude, and then he went to then he went to then he I think he committed to Washington when he was an eighth grader. Uh, and th- yeah, 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 I can't and
2: remember the story. And then, yeah, he he, like, then he nah, like, decommitted was, yeah.
0: and then committed to like Texas A&M and then decommitted yeah, to Texas A&M and yeah. then signed with Ohio State and never saw the field in Ohio State.
1: He, he's in U- – I think he's at ULNLV now. He, he he's yes. back to Vegas.
0: And then he – so, yeah, went to – then yeah, this is so crazy. Went to Ohio State, never saw mm-hmm. the field, and the guys in front of him, like – it's crazy because like he was going to see the field, and then, oh, here comes Justin Fields. Sorry, bro. You're gone. You're yeah. not playing. Dwayne
1: Haskins, I think, was there. Yeah,
0: and then maybe. he had to go to Miami and then had to move him to receiver because he was yeah. so bad. And then he's like, okay, I can play this next year. And then Derek King comes in from Houston. Yeah, bro, you're not playing then either. And then like, sits out, and then is like, oh, I'm going to go back to UNLV, which, by the way, he's in a quarterback battle. Oh, yeah. What a waste Well, it just shows you like how much hype Bishop Gorman back then had of like, this guy never lost a high school game in his Mm -mm. career.
1: That's hard to do. I mean, he was a good player. I'm sure he's a a stud, but I mean, it's that next level. Also, Derek King, you see, he signed uh, the first NIL with the pro team. I did not see that. He signed. We'll talk about NIL in a little bit. Oh boy. He signed with uh, the Florida Panthers, the hockey team. Oh, cool. good for him, good for him. I don't, I don't know what that even means. I don't know right. what, how a how uh, college kid signs a contract with a hockey team, what that even looks like. but
0: All right, so we only got 10 more minutes left, and we only go 45 minutes oh, in this podcast. We've we we been were, going for 45 minutes? We've been on for 35 minutes. So oh. real, just real quickly,
1: Yeesh.
0: in that, before we transition, guys, we'll do one more shout-out to PUD here in a second. Shout-out. Um, uh, in that draft with uh, Zach Collins, after him was Malik Monk, Luke Kennard, Donovan Mitchell, okay. by the way, I said earlier, Bam Adebayo was in a different draft. He was in the same draft class as Zach Collins. Um, and then there's really nobody else that's really crazy I in that TJ dra- Leaf on that
1: list. You don't do don't say- hate on UCLA's greatest.
0: So in that draft, they also have Justin Jackson, who Portland did draft. Justin Jackson I thought was going to be a dude. He's been, eh. Um, Harry Giles, I'm trying to look at some guys that – OJ, I can't say this guy's name ever right. OG, he's decent. How do you say that name? Is that who oh, I'm thinking of? Ananobi. He's not bad. He's good. He was yeah, on the, he's good. He was on the title team. Um, yeah, I'm just like, I don't see any else in here. That's crazy. But they could have got Bam, which to me, Bam is a freaking dude. Or even draft John. I don't care. You could have got Dominic Mitchell and and Dame on the same team. But I think at that point they had CJ and they thought like we could do something of like this, but whatever. Um that's the same with Marco Foltz who couldn't shoot and they drafted him number one Okay, do you know Marco Foltz averaged like 26 a game in college? Yeah, he was a freaking dude That's a lot dude. He was a dude. Yeah, and then couldn't shoot I think that was a big thing, but I think the best thing for him was getting drafted, was getting moved into Orlando Yeah All right. So yeah, that was our blazer talk. We both agreed dames gonna be gone here pretty soon. He's gone. sad to see um so yeah, we'll do one more. We got to do a quick shout out here to Cal's PUD. Shout them out. Shout them out. Um thank you Cal's PUD for sponsoring their podcast, Upper the podcast. Here we go.
2: Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart Management. Smart Life. Smart Hub.
1: Can I tell you a funny story? Yeah, you tell me a funny um, story. So when I was in college, I, I worked, so I had a radio show. Yeah. And it was just me and my buddy Nolan shot him out. His name is Nolan Ryan, which is hilarious, but... Yeah, Nolan, Ryan's Nolan Ryan is a freaking yeah, bad A. Uh, hilarious, but so I would do that in the morning, and then at nighttime, I would work at this AM radio station that just did the Mariner games. It was 1350 AM in, in Lewiston. I probably shouldn't have gave that away, but... No free shout outs. Uh, no free shout outs. But I was up there and I would work the board for the Mariner games where I would literally just push the button yeah. when it would go to commercial. And one time I didn't get to the button in time. So I flipped it on to me talking and I made up just an advertisement. Like I was just talking. Okay. You made one up? I was like, shout out, Lewis Clark State College. Uh, and I just rambled on for like two minutes about just made up advertisements. And then I went back to the Mariner game. So if you guys ever need an advertisement on the spot. Oh, we can
0: do it. I know a guy. Yeah, uh, Friday, by the way, speaking of no free shout-outs, dude, I'm wearing today. Once again, I've been trying to get you to buy Mugsy jeans for like two you years have, now. You have. Dude, no free shout-outs. Mugsy jeans right now, dude, they are stretchy. They're comfortable. Love them also. No free shout-outs. Got a fresh clean Tea on right now. Dude, fresh clean Teas, Mugsy, if you guys want sponsors, go ahead. Fresh clean Teas is- uh, Oh,
1: it's just called fresh clean Teas. Oh, yeah, straight up. I that got ma- some good threads on Amazon brand. Ooh, okay, I know that one. It's not
0: bad. Dude, I am all about the no-
1: yeah, I'm. I'm. Me and you are literally almost wearing the same outfit. It's just different colors, dude. So.
0: I am all about the no logo shirt yeah. and the nice, the nice jeans. And today, by the way, you'll notice I'm not wearing Nikes. My wife bought me Vans. They look uh, good. They look good, dude. I, I'm not kidding. Dude, you look good today. You yeah, look good.
1: Well, this is the most expensive outfit I think I own. Oh, yeah. I, I bought these shoes. Listen, these shoes are like a hundred something. I got them fifty bucks. Dude, I got these
0: at the freaking Vans outlet Nike for like, like 30 bucks. Let's go. Okay. Uh, last topic of the day. We only got about like another five, six minutes here. Five? I know, you dude. we like, talking
1: about how Joe Rogan could ramble for three hours. I, I can see you can it. You can see it. Oh, for sure.
0: So let's talk about it. Hall of Fame class. Dude, it was, I'm going to tell you, this now, the Hall of Fame this weekend was awesome. And here's why. I'm finally to the age now where players that I watched are going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, isn't that weird? It is so weird. Like, Peyton Manning, I remember watching that draft in 98 and him getting drafted over Ryan Leaf. Dude, it is insane to me. Ryan Leaf. Dude, it's crazy. Okay, now listen to this. All the speeches were awesome. Yeah. What I got from Peyton Manning in his speech, dude, that guy could be the next commissioner of the NFL. That guy was... He looked like... I'm looking at his picture right now, and I'm thinking that guy's the he next looks, commissioner.
1: He looks like it, yeah.
0: He won't want to do it because of all the other off-field stuff, but he could do it. The other thing i like to—now listen to this. This is crazy. Calvin Johnson, shout out my Lions. Me I am a giant John. Lions fan. You guys will figure this out now pretty soon. I'm a giant Lions fan. Unfortunately. Not unfortunately. Calvin Johnson was drafted in 2004. That was Tom Brady's third Super Bowl. So when, when Calvin Johnson got drafted, yeah. uh, Tom Brady won his third Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. In that time, Calvin Johnson played his entire career, retired, got to the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady is still playing in the NFL and winning Super Bowls. He's
1: 44. Dude, that
0: guy. I don't 44. care. Everyone's like, ooh, Tom Brady, he cheated. Dude, the Cheap- guy. The
1: cheated guy. doing what? At the foot the deflate gate?
0: Oh, okay. oh d- yeah, your balls were soft. Guess what? Dude. He still just shredded them. <laughs>
1: yeah, he beat my
0: Seahawks. But Dude, he is unreal. Dude, by the way, all 22 starters for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are coming back. Yeah, all I saw that. I 22. Saw that. But no, it was just crazy to see like the one the other night, the one on Saturday with uh, the first draft class, like Edron James and those guys and like Jimmy mm-hmm. Johnson, that one was cool. But to me, the one that was last night when they had Alan Fanica, Rod or um, Woodson, uh, sang to his mom, sang to his mom, Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, I know I'm I know I'm. forgetting when, Tom Flores. And who was the other one? I'm. This is awful that I can't uh, think of it. I Was Jim, Was Jimmy? Jimmy was the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> who was the 21? Coach oh, and um, uh, Drew Pearson. That, to me, was amazing. I thought that it was. Oh, and John Lynch. Shout out, John Lynch. Dude, think about that. Yeah, he's
1: a great announcer, too.
0: Dude, yeah. So this was the lineup for 2021. Drew Pearson, who should have been a long time ago. Dude, he was a receiver of the decade in the 70s and was not in until this year. That was a travesty. Tom Flores, awesome coach for the for the Raiders. One of I think he won one or two Super Bowls. I think he won one. Peyton Manning, obviously one of the goats. I would say top five quarterback of all time, not number one, top five. Then you had John Lynch, who was the hard hitting white boy that played safety for the Tampa Buccaneers and Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember rocking a John Lynch jersey. He won a
1: Super Bowl. Was he on one of those teams?
0: He was on the one of the who I consider the greatest defense of all time, the two thousand one Bucks. He was the safety. Yeah, he won one that year. Okay, and then Calvin Johnson. Megatron, greatest receiver, not the greatest receiver, one of the greatest Super receivers of all. Time. Low key dude. Yep. And then Alan Fanica, who was an amazing guard, and then Charles Woodson, who at Michigan won the Heisman yeah. over Peyton Manning, which is even crazier. Dude, those are guys I grew up watching playing, by the way. Didn't know Alan Fanica played for the Cardinals in 2010. Shout out Alan Fanica Cardinals. Um yeah, it was awesome to see those guys out there. And I just the speeches they gave were mm-hmm. all awesome.
1: I only saw the Peyton and uh, Woodson one. I didn't watch it live. I was, okay. I was golfing.
0: I was not golfing because I was trying to get an invite from you, but you didn't actually give me one. I was kind of upset.
1: Well, I I got called. and I was playing at Three Rivers with three other dudes, so we were, whatever. We full, I I do want to play though. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I got. I get
0: you free round at Tri Mountain. I don't even get an invite <laughs> to the thing. Whatever. Well, you know.
1: the, listen, I I'll, I played in an adult softball league. On Tuesday, oh, that's right. You on, said on that. Tuesday nights. Dude, my hammy still hurts. Yeah,
0: I can't do that anymore. Um, my hammies will literally rip off and my so body. Yesterday if I was them. the first
1: round I played since like I hurt. I've been putting bio. We played the other so day. We played the other day. When did we played, that was before last Tuesday. That was like last weekend. Which, by the way, we both played great that we, day. We played pretty well. Yeah, we I did not play well yesterday.
0: You didn't? No. I played by myself on Saturday. Shot 89. Shot out 80. No, no. 85. Shot out, 85 Shout out. 85 Three, out. Rivers. three, three, three of, rivers. Which, by the way, got to tell a quick videos. story right now. Sure. So, you know, I just found this out this morning here at the radio station. Do you remember, you know that house on 17, that yellow house? That's right there. House on 17? 17 T-Bot. Oh, 17th. house on
1: 17. Yeah, the one with the, that's fenced in. Yeah.
0: yeah. The guy that lived there died today. What? Yeah, or yesterday. Just found that out. Yeah. I saw so, some
1: dude walking around there yesterday. Yeah, so sad, man. Was yeah. That, maybe I saw him before, right before you. I
0: don't know, but because I played Saturday and I drove, I walked by and I saw, I walked by because I hit a bad T shot on 16. I'm like, maybe I can find it. I did find it. It didn't go in the house. It was like in the sand, it was in the yeah, bunker on the Red 16. And I saw all the golf balls in there, and we were talking today on the radio, and we're like, "Yeah," he said, "like I can't think of his name. I wish I could know his name. I'm hmm. so sorry, I don't remember your name." That's okay.
1: Yeah, he passed away. Wow. Sad. Was he? I was asked this before. Was he the groundskeeper? No, he just lived there. He they just built lived there. They built
0: the. They built the. Because he wouldn't sell his land, so they built the golf course dude, around his house.
1: If I lived there, I, I mean, no hundreds of golf balls. Overs, oh, dude, I would hop on to 17 and just play that par three all day. Loved it. how did you did you par yesterday? Uh I I yeah, I par I parred seventeen. Okay. I parred three. I had a, a couple birdie shots, just I don't think I've scored I don't think i scored a birdie in my last like five rounds. i have i have 'cause I've a, had birdie putts and just haven't. I didn't
0: realized. have a birdie. I all I had was pars and bogeys. Yeah. So I had a good game. Yeah. I had one double bogey. Um but, you know, the the back to back pars made up for it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think did we have a birdie when we played at Tri Mountain? I don't think I did
1: i i didn't i know i haven't uh, had a birdie you know what we
0: did have a chance we all have birdies but someone said i said
1: birdies all around and, and
0: I, then we I, all missed our putts yeah. and we all got pars thanks for that i was one. excited all right so um we're a little over time i don't care we're gonna keep going so sure hall of fame was great loved it i thought it was a great way to cap off the weekend um it was also cool seeing football back um thursday night watching the cowboys and ben yeah. Naducci. shout out ben Naducci. he looked he looked terrible
1: um you want to hear a funny take yeah, go ahead. Well Colin, well, Colin Coward, I listen to him not all I'm the sorry. time. <laughs> hey, he's a Washington guy. Yeah, I don't he, care. He mentions it quite a lot. He mentions it, but he doesn't actually claim
0: it. He's like, ooh, I'm from the West. East Coast. Dude, shut up. You, yeah. you left.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he, he was like, the best three quarterbacks there were the three Steelers quarterbacks. And uh, he was talking about Dwayne Haskins and was saying, like, he's the next heir to Ben Roethlisberger and all stuff. I was like, dude. He could be.
0: He, lo- he didn't look terrible. <laughs> I just love saying Ben
1: Ben Neducci.
0: He's terrible Alright well, let's wrap this thing up here I thought it was a great way to cap off the weekend I loved sure. it I thought it was great I thought that the Hall of Fame was awesome I'm glad it was back um, All the speeches were great It was really cool to see these people that we grew up watching Finally going in um, I'm just excited to see more and more of these guys keep it going I mean the next class I just hope my boy Andre Johnson who Which was, was one of my favorite receivers gets in next year um, But yeah I thought it was overall overall great weekend Um you know, we got more and
1: more football coming back here pretty soon. I'm excited. I'm starting my fantasy mock drafts coming up. Get myself ready. If
0: you guys can't see, I'm giving Hayden an eye right now of, like, mock drafts. Dude, just show up and just know he uh, need a draft.
1: Well, I – so, listen.
0: Speaking of – by the way, speaking of the reigning champion in my football, in my fantasy football league, this is now the fourth time I've won. Um,
1: You've won four times in a row?
0: No, I've won four times. But okay, I'll say this. Okay. Last year was the one year I didn't do as much prep as I normally do. And I went I lost one regular season game, crushed it. Mine was the
1: opposite. What? I didn't prepare last year for the first time ever and got destroyed.
0: I think that tells something about who you and I are when it comes to football. I
1: know. I was a dude, well, I had guys like James Connor and Which by
0: the way, James Conner, they had the worst running game in the NFL.
1: And Joe Mixon, who everyone was super high on. So I had guys that just kinda like busted a little bit. But I had a I, good I'll take the blame.
0: What I did is This will be the last thing we talk about, and we'll talk more fantasy maybe later. I always go after running backs. I always go running back, receiver, running Mm -hmm. back are my three things I go. My goal is I always try to find number one receivers on teams. I don't Mm -hmm. try to get, like, the high name ones are hard to get, but, like, last year, all I had was number ones. I had two very good running backs. I traded to get DK towards the end of the year. I I had Deshaun Watson, and I had... um, T.J. Hawkinson who had a good year. I had a good roster overall. Yeah, shout out Lions. That's I what was I was going to say.
1: The dude we play golf with, Ben, he was T.J. Hawkinson. He said that name probably 15 times when we were playing.
0: Dude, don't, sh- don't sleep on TJ Hawkins. TJ
1: Hawkins is the best player in the
0: Lions. He is the best okay. player in the Lions, but that's not hard to be. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Wait, well, how do
1: we listen to this podcast for it's gonna, the it, last it, 10 it, seconds? How do we listen to yeah, this
0: Yeah, so this last 10 seconds. So, this podcast you can find on anywhere you find podcasts, whether that be on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. You can find our podcast there. On Spotify? Yeah, it's on Spotify. Really? And it's gonna be I'll th- listen to myself. Yeah, and I think it's going to be through the Couch Cal- PUD specific. podcast network. So, that's Coward's Cal- Podcast Network. That's you're gonna look up for to find our podcast. It's gonna be the one called Upper Left Episode One. This is it because we live in the Upper Left, so this is the Upper Left Pod. Once again, thank you, Hayden, for coming in here. Thank you to Calyx PUD for sponsoring us this year for sponsoring this, year, for sponsoring this one. Um, hopefully, we can keep doing this in the future. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you for listening.